Hey, what happened? I was about to email you back. Hey, I'm back. There we go. Oh, wait, where's this? Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hello? Hey, we launched you there for a minute. From Straw Hut Media. <laughs> this is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Look at this shirt. I saw it. The Hanson Brothers. Woo. Chris Hanson. <laughs> what a bit. Oh, oh. Spelled differently, but. Are we on right now? Yes. I'm sorry for you <laughs> that you would even have a that t-shirt. I, I saw. I thought of it on my drive here. I was like, I, I didn't plan it. I just. You did too. I did not. That is that. That is a lie. I didn't plan it. Maybe it was subconscious then. Maybe. Because it's definitely planned. I don't know what the fuck the kids are doing upstairs. It's so loud. They're all playing like really a lot There's, of my internet. My housekeeper's here. Her son is here. And then my son is here. And my other son is here. And then Ryan's here. Rough time to do an interview. I think. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> Rough it was. I mean, it will be. And it is. <laughs> Hopefully. But I'm sure it'll all go the way it's supposed to. We have Chris Hansen. I know. The elusive We've Chris been handsome. That's what my friend told me. I'm going to take call these him. up. We've been like waiting for three, four three, weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Long time. We locked him down. <laughs> Happened. You know why? His wife? Yes. <laughs> His wife probably forced him to do this podcast, which we love you, wifey. I, she's beautiful and sweet. I loved her. Um, do you know what you're going to ask him? I want him to say fuck. Well, everyone knows that. He's got to say fuck. But he probably won't because he's like Mr. You know, Network yeah, News, right, what, you right. know, ABC, CBS. Right. Can't, Discovery. yeah. Can't have Can't. him saying that, that word. Would be like somebody else, like, I mean, like Chris Hansen saying fuck. <laughs> like, it, like somebody's going to make a meme out of it, and then he's going to be fucked. No, he probably <laughs> will love it. Let's see if we can get him to do okay. it. Okay, all right. All right. So, welcome, Chris Hansen, the elusive Chris Hansen, <laughs> to, <laughs> to Brandy Glenville Unfiltered. We finally have you on lockdown. I know. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And sorry about all the schedule changes. It's been kind of nutty in the Chris Hansen and uh, Predator world and all the different projects. But thanks for having me. I, you're the busiest person I know. Like, honestly, I was like reading your Wikipedia and all of these other things. And I've been watching you for years, by the way. I mean, not that well, much you. younger than you. So, um, <laughs> but I was thinking about, and I was talking to my kids about it because they're like, Chris Hansen's doing your podcast? And I'm like, yes. They're like, why? <laughs> and I said, why not? <laughs> exactly. They're like, he's a legend. I'm like, okay, whatever. And my youngest said, I think he just wants to say fuck. And I'm like, well, I'll see if I can get him to say fuck. <laughs> so, because that's kind of what people do when they come on here, but we'll save that for later. Um, all right. I was wondering with all, you do so much serious news and it's, it's heavy. It's not like light stuff. I mean, I would feel like it would have a, a way on me personally. Like, I don't know if I could handle it. Do you ever feel like, gosh, I just, I, I can't do this anymore. Like I need a break from this. Well, I do take breaks from it. You know, we just came back from uh, northern Michigan where it's very beautiful and we had a little 
get away with uh, with the kids, and it was a great deal of fun. But but you're right, and, and people do wonder that because it it is dark material. You know, the predator stuff, the other investigative stuff, investigating crimes on the internet, all the various projects that we have going on, and and you do have to take a break from it. But Brandy, I've, I've been doing it so long. I mean, I'm going on 40 years now, and and I've developed a way, I suppose, whether this is healthy or not, to you know kind of compartmentalize it to sort of. Uh, be able to leave that world and go be a regular guy. And and the beauty about having a presence in New York City, where I've been based for many years and our home in Michigan, is that you get to leave that madness for a little bit. You get to go drive a car, go to Costco, cut your lawn, (laughs) cook something on the grill. I mean, just be a regular guy. And to me, um, that's that's part of keeping balanced and and separating yourself from the dark material that... uh, I'm involved with so often. I mean, obviously you've done so much good work for, you know, all of us and we've all been watching you for so long. Um, with the with the predator part and like me having young kids, I, do you ever, does it, like you just so I know that you can compartmentalize, but you don't ever have a moment where you're just like, you think of your own family or you feel like, I just like when I watch like to capture the pred- predator, it like it, I as a parent would murder somebody like I would go if somebody hurt my child I would actually kill them and I don't know how people watch this on TV and and don't feel like that's what they want to do well I I think that's a natural emotion as a parent and remember I do this not only as a you know a journalist as a television personality but but also as a parent uh and and it does outrage you and you feel that inside of you but when you're in the moment when you're doing the investigation, when you're face to face with these guys, you typically don't have time until afterwards to really feel that emotion. Mostly, Brandy, when I'm doing this, I'm keeping an eye on their hands. I'm watching what's going on with their body language. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get this person to tell me what's going on in their mind and what brought them to this position. I mean, anybody can jump out from behind the curtains or behind the bushes and create 10 seconds of dramatic video. What I try to do is really understand how this guy got here. And by getting inside the mind of a predator and, you know, hearing the voices of victims, you can better protect other people from becoming victims. And that's part of what this is all about. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I just, I have so much respect for you and you continue, you have this discovery show as well. Um, tell us about that. So we have two series on Discovery Plus right now. One is Onision in real life. And this Onision character is a sort of, I would guess I would describe as the Jeffrey Epstein of YouTube. This guy's been on YouTube for better than a decade. And, and we investigate how he has been able to uh, abuse and groom and uh, prey upon young female followers and fans and then bully them in a most outrageous and obnoxious way. His real name is uh, Gregory James Jackson. And and so we have this series called Onision in Real Life on Discovery Plus, and it, it lays bare not only what he has been up to, his predatory behavior, his actions, but also how YouTube has allowed this to happen. And that's the big part of the story here, Brandy, is that, Absolutely. you know, for so long, YouTube has allowed some of these content creators to operate in a most foul and obnoxious and in some ways criminal uh, method. And, and well, so we expose that and because anything. of that There's, series. Yeah. 
There's no. Well, they, they really don't. I mean, they did finally. We in this particular case, we embarrassed them, I think, by taking what you know Jackson was doing Onision and putting it up against their terms of service, their you know good touch, bad touch video cartoon, if you will, and, and it's so outraged people and so embarrassed YouTube that they finally demonetized this guy. And he's now under criminal investigation, both by local authorities and by federal authorities for a, a number of things. And, and so we take the viewers on this journey of discovery inside this world and expose him for, for what he is. And, and it was really, to me, a, a mind boggling experience. I started looking into him as part of my reporting on, on my YouTube channel, I have a seat with Chris Hansen, and it extended into the, uh, the world of television with uh, Discovery Plus. Wow. Yeah, I was I was looking and right now he's still a free man, right? Like and he has like an order against you says that you're harassing him or something. Yeah, well, that's you know, that's the thing about some of these people. They they have been afforded such opportunities because of their early entrance into the YouTube world that they become very practiced at creating their own misinformation campaigns. And they can go out and then attack their enemies, which this guy has done over and over again. Not just me. Uh, but his victims, he actually tried to twist this and claim that one of his victims actually raped, sexually assaulted him and his partner spouse, which is absolutely just the most outrageous thing among many outrageous things that he has claimed in defense of his horrible well, activity. I mean, thank God you're pointing it out because this could have gone on for forever. I mean, and he has the platform and he has all of Well, these and I think it would have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, at one time, millions and millions of followers. He's he's already created another uh, website where he, you know, spews this nonsense and continues his uh, uh, vitriolic uh, uh, verbiage and, and uh, just attacks on people. And, and he is nothing but a bully and a predator. And, and it's amazing and shocking that YouTube allowed him for so long to do this. And, and we've looked at a number of these people who've exploited not only social media, but have used their money. For instance, the other series that's out <clears throat> right now, Brandy on Discovery Plus is uh, called Unseemly, the Peter Nygaard investigation, a multi-multi-millionaire fashion mogul who, as it turns out, uh, sexually assaulted thousands of women over five decades. And, and we expose him in a series that uh, is also, as I said, out on Discovery Plus right now. And um, he, um, on the other side, has been uh, arrested on federal charges of human trafficking and sexual assault. So in this particular case, we are seeing some actual justice from the criminal justice system. He's being held without bail up in Winnipeg, where he has a home. But this, this is a guy who um, had multiple homes, as I said, thousands of victims, would exploit women by offering them jobs in the fashion world and exploit his wealth especially in the Bahamas, where he had an entire estate uh, by luring underage girls in for sex and drugging them and impregnating them and, and you know, continuing this activity into this bizarre plot, according to investigators, to actually harvest stem cells from the aborted oh fetuses of his victims to inject in himself in this quest for a fountain of youth. Crazy that story. is that that is a movie right there. Like that is that oh, is it, it actually is. Yeah, it should Ugh. be. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like that, like I would watch that. Like it's people are so obsessed with the youth, and then you get all of this other stuff involved. That I mean, you need to write that up, Chris. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's 
it's it's you know we worked on this for for two years putting it together for Discovery Plus and and uh, you know there were times when you know we thought are we ever going to get this together are we going to be able to put this story together it was such a heavy lift to you know combine it all it's so emotional to be you know in the room and interviewing some of his victims who bravely you know came forward to tell their stories for the for the production and again that, that series is out of Discovery you... Plus right now on Seabling the Peter Nygaard investigation. Oh, well, I'm going to watch it. Um, what kind of hurdles do you run into when you're doing these kind of things? Because I feel like there's probably a lot of legal things that you like you have to get around, no? Well, yeah. I mean, you have to, you know, make sure that you have your facts together um, and pass legal muster. I mean, obviously, we welcome legal review from our lawyers. We don't want anything that's uh, unreasonably litigious or that would get us in trouble. But at the same time, you know, when you're going up against a predator or a bully who's got millions and millions of dollars, who's gotten away with it for so many decades because of his money and this sense of impunity, it's, it's a big challenge. And then you want and you need the survivors, the victims to come forward and tell their stories. And there is risk there, inherent yeah. risk. And there's a big responsibility on our part you know, as journalists and television producers to make sure that we protect these people and that we are very careful in the telling of their story. Because these people are risking themselves by coming out, you know, in public and, yeah, and saying, this guy did this to me. And, and, you know, obviously there's, you know, criminal prosecution, there's civil litigation that, uh, that takes place after something like this. And, you know, you just want to make sure you get it right for a lot of different reasons. So it is very challenging. And and people do want to talk to you and tell their story, but then they become hesitant for all the reasons that we understand. So yeah. it's this very sensitive balancing mission that we have to 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 bring this forward and to and to tell these stories. And it's it's a big that, responsibility and one that we take very seriously. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been in a position where you were afraid for your own life? where you just felt like in that moment, yeah, you watched their body language and their hands and their eyes, but that you were actually, you know, going, could be hurt. You know, it's funny because I never really think about that in the moment. It's afterwards, you know, the, the episode of the podcast that's out now is about a guy named Todd Spikes, who surfaced in one of our Florida investigations in, in the original Predator series. And he had been talking, chatting, uh, and it was a very aggressive, sexually charged chat with someone he thought was a 13-year-old girl for, for months uh, with our decoy. And it appeared that he wasn't actually going to show up. Now, we knew from the chat that he at one time was a law enforcement officer, but we didn't know he was still a cop. And it turns out he was a cop. And he shows up after we had broken down the investigation for the evening. We had already been back at the hotel. And so the only way to respond was um, law enforcement actually stopped him at a traffic stop. He came back by the house, then drove away. They stopped him. And when they did, he had a loaded cock 38 revolver in his pocket. And in his vehicle had 800 rounds of ammunition, two or three other uh, weapons, including an assault rifle. Uh, he had a chainsaw, he had duct tape, he had a video cameras and all kinds of stuff. So you wonder, okay, what would have happened had he made it inside the house? 
you know, would he have tried Sorry, something very violent? Yeah, and how would it have gone? You know, running around. It happens in this household no, all I'm the time, not. Randy. Don't worry about it. Somebody's somebody's <laughs> bound to come down and get a sandwich any second, so don't even worry about it. Right? I hear him slamming the doors downstairs. Are you good, Mace? The ultimate ultimate working at home. Yeah. <laughs> right, right? He's hungry. Well, we'll deal with that in a little yeah. while. Um, you'll, you'll see that no, here in a minute, I'm he sure. <laughs> right? He, the other ones will come down, too. Um So I remember watching where these people were conning con or conning um, convicts and they were, you know, they thought they were talking to, you know, people that were of age and then other people were calling them and, and conning them out of money saying you were actually talking to an underage person. Do you remember that? It was a bit ago. And I sure do. Then, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a big story. Yeah. And then the guy, and, 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 the, the inmate actually committed suicide because he was so stressed about the fact that he thought he was actually talking to an underage person. And I feel like, is there any recourse for those people that are conning the conmen or the criminals? Well, it's, it gets into a real difficult situation and raises a lot of uh, important questions because what we see in some cases, Brandy, uh, is, is, is vigilantes, who try to do this sort of work outing predators, whether it's you know in chat rooms or uh, on Twitch or whatever, and they don't always use the safeguards and the protocols that we use. You know, when we do something, it's generally yeah. in parallel in tandem with law enforcement, so we have protections, we have uh, guidelines, we're careful about it. And you see somebody who goes off on the internet just to out somebody creates a dangerous situation yeah, where somebody could get hurt and it's merely to exploit on a social media platform like YouTube for clicks, clout, and cash. And, and I've been approached a lot to collaborate in such an effort and I just won't do it. I, I don't do it unless we have the proper safeguards in place and, and, and that's the way we operate. So, But you're right, those other situations when people abuse uh, and exploit are volatile and potentially deadly. Yeah. And I feel like, I, I mean, I just wonder like, what is, what is the recourse if some, some vigilante outs somebody in wrongly and this person gets hurt? Is that well, vigilante then held, held accountable? There's, there, yeah. There's a lot of recourse there. And I, I can give you an example. Just two weeks ago in St. Louis, Brandy, one of these amateur vigilante, predator hunters, uh, was arrested himself because they caught somebody and he held him against his will in a vehicle. And so the authorities in St. Louis arrested the predator vigilante hunter and charged him where the bad guy, arguably, who was trying to prey upon an underage boy or girl, right. walked away. And what happens is uh, and I just presented it at CrimeCon a week or so ago, and I was with a, uh, a law enforcement officer, the head of the uh, Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force in Ohio, and he was very down on these vigilantes because it creates a sense of security for these predators who think that, you know, they're not going to get caught. 
because even if it is somebody like a vigilante, they walk away from it. And it, it, it creates a real problem for law enforcement. No, I, I can only imagine. I actually watched a show like that. It was um, in the, the it's on the BBC. It was a while ago. And I just thought to myself, like, leave it to the law enforcement people because people are getting hurt. These people are going and attacking, you know, who they, you know, they're, they're actually, they're, they're calling and pretending to be younger kids. I don't know if, isn't that entrapment in a weird, no, it's not. It's not really entrapment. Entrapment is a very specific legal term that only applies to law enforcement. So entrapment is only if law enforcement induces you to do something you wouldn't have done without law enforcement's involved. I just feel like, yeah. So there's, it could be wrong. It can be illegal. It can be unethical. Certainly. Yes. Well, yeah. What if they do what, like, I just feel like, you know, obviously the vigilantes have to be very careful and I understand a lot of them have personal experiences where, you know, someone that they love has been hurt, but I, I just feel like, Leave it to the professionals. It just scares me. They actually, um, I got offered a job, which right. is insane, to go and be like the host of a show like this. But I would have to go to the the houses of the people that they were trying to out as, you know, pedophiles. And I said, do you guys know that I do reality TV show? <laughs> like, I do reality TV. I am not going to put myself right. in right. harm's way. To, to catch someone who may or may not be a predator. Like, you're calling the wrong person here. But again, I when I watched right. the show that they were sending me, it right. was so, I mean, it was intense. I was like, I am going to get killed. I'm not doing that. Um, but I feel like it is so important. Like, w- the work that you do is so important. And you're a legend, of, you know, in your own world. And everyone loves, everyone loves true crime right now. Like, are you, like, do you get stopped everywhere you go. Is that why you moved to Michigan? <laughs> oh my God, I knew it. Well, I mean, we, st- we you know, we, we, I'm still in New York, uh, New York a lot, but uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, people do recognize it. And, and I take that as a form of flattery or success. And, and, um, uh, but yeah, true crime is big right now. And, and people like to be, as I mentioned before, taken on this journey of discovery and, and they like to be able to see things they wouldn't normally get to see and hear things they wouldn't normally get to hear and, and sort of act as a armchair sleuth, if you will. Yeah. And, and I think I think when you do that for somebody, it's not only entertaining, but it's it's somewhat rewarding um, to do. And I think it's important because, again, it all come to me. It all comes back to, OK, this this level of awareness and this dialogue that perhaps didn't exist before we did this sort of reporting. People always ask, well, how do I keep my kids safe online? Well, there is software. There is, you know, parenting. Uh, We used to say when I was growing up, don't talk to strangers. Well, that's good advice now, just as it was then. But the problem, Brandy, is that the guy who's a stranger on a Tuesday is so good at grooming that he's not a stranger by Friday or Saturday. And so because we don't have a way to engage in demand reduction like we do with the drug problem where we have treatment and therapy and you know we we look at drug addiction as a as an illness not a crime more and more when you get somebody who's involved in predatory activity um there is no demand reduction in society today or nothing that's effective so the best line of defense 
is to have this discussion with your children, to create this dialogue and this awareness that this exists. And, and, and here are some things that you can do to avoid putting yourself in that situation. And that's why I think this sort of reporting, this sort of television is, is so critical. Yeah, no, I remember when my my children were younger and they played these video games where you were interacting with strangers and they have these avatars as their, um, you know, as the picture of who they are. And then once I walked by and I heard a grown man's voice and then my kids were little at the oh, time. And sure. I was like, who was that? And they're like, oh, it's so-and-so. And they pretended like they knew him and they were told to say, oh, if your mom asks again, tell her I'm only like 16. I just have a really deep voice. And I lost oh, yeah. my mind. I was like, these, this is happening every day because this guy has all of the characters in the video game that my kids want. And he's like, it, it was just the scariest thing for me. And then I, then we got this thing called the circle, this software that was supposed to help, you know, police what your children were watching, which I couldn't figure out how to use it. So it didn't help me very well. Um, but this is happening. And a lot of times parents don't realize it's happening um, because they're not, you know, the kids have their well, head. I, I, think, on, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and think about this. When we did the very first predator investigation 17 years ago, we had decoys in chat rooms on AOL and Yahoo. That was it. Well, you know that this world has exploded with the proliferation of various social media platforms. I can't even keep up. I mean, every time we do an investigation, we were out in the field uh, just uh, you know, a couple months ago, um, working with a law enforcement agency on the, the new predator investigation for television. And uh, it, it, it's mind boggling how many different platforms are out there, how many different ways a potential predator can approach a child. It's, it's yeah. endless. And it, 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 every time we do it, there's another platform. No. Yeah. We're not looking out for the white van anymore. We're, we have to be. No, no. no exactly. it's, people are on TikTok. Like there's so many ways to reach out and get and get in touch with whoever you want to get in touch with. Like anyone that you want, whether it's someone on TV, whether it's you, it's we've really enabled these these people with within the dark web, within social media platforms to make it so much easier to act on their desires, especially when they're, they're bad desires, like pedophilia and whatnot. But we've literally, and there's no way we can police it all anymore. Like we need more shows like what you're doing. We, we need all of that because I don't think parents, they're like, oh, the kids on the video games, on their headphones. I'm like, yeah, but we don't know who they're playing with, you know? And they have this, all like hundreds of people on their, their, but there's dumb games that they play. I don't even know, but they have so many people on there and they're grown ass adults. And then they watch these YouTube videos with grown ass adults playing these video games, which is a whole nother situation, but no, we've really enabled, we've given these people everything they could ever want. And now we have to learn how to police it because we're not doing it. Well, I think you're right. And that's why these discussions are so important. It, yeah. I mean, I think like with TikTok and I'm not, you know, and with- every, every platform. Yeah. that Well, TikTok is, is an issue and, and something that parents need to be vigilant about. I mean, any place where your child could be contacted by someone your child doesn't know in real life is a potential predatory platform. And, and that's it just is. the reality of it. And, and, and I tell parents all, all the time and, and kids that, that if you don't know somebody in real life, you don't know. Them. 
Uh, and but in a world where we're so connected and so dependent, um, you know, kids are being social online. Uh, friendships are made online. People date based upon online platforms. So the cat's out of the bag. Right. And so it's really yeah. important for all of us who communicate on this platform, on your podcast, on my podcast, my shows, to remind people that there has to be vigilance, that you have to start the conversation with your kids early. And it's got to be an age appropriate conversation. And it starts with uh, there are strangers out there who want to trick you and kids don't like to be tricked. And you elevate the conversation as the child matures and has different experiences. But but you know, there's no end to it as far as I can see. You got to stay on top of it. No. It's a completely different time. You know, we used to worry about the weirdos at the park watching kids and now they don't they can just do everything from their desk in their apartment. No one's seeing them. They're com- it's a completely anonymous and I, I don't think we have anything in line. Like we don't have social media police yet. Yeah, we can call the police and say I'm being bullied, whatever. But there's no real, you know, yes, Facebook put up some new parameters. They took, you know, certain things away, but no one's really police- policing this. And I feel like we need to, well, figure, I mean, yeah, what I mean, thoughts. I don't know what we do for that. It, well, it's it, part of it's just it. Well, I, again, that's why your best defense is, is, is a good conversation with your kids. It, it starts at home because if you rely on the social media platforms to protect your children, I mean, I mean, we did a story on, on the YouTube channel um, about a lawsuit against Twitter. Twitter was informed on numerous occasions of a situation where an underage boy was tricked into providing sexually explicit pictures and they continue to be traded and transmitted on the Twitter platform in spite of being told. Um, and, and, and the parents got the word back from Twitter that, well, that doesn't violate our policies. Well, ultimately, one thing led to another and the pictures were taken down. But for months and every time uh, a picture of a child, child pornography is, is, is viewed, that's the re-victimization of that child. And yeah. so if we know about that one case that's in a federal lawsuit pending now against Twitter, how many other cases are out there, Brandy? I mean, that Million, we don't I mean, know. Millions. About. I mean, I would. Yeah. Then the platform is only growing. And, you know, I remember I had some death threats. And I, I say that like, oh, not a big deal. But on Twitter, I, tur- I you know, I let them know and they canceled the person's um you know, account and the person opened another account right. and did the same thing like within two days. And well, so yeah. I'm like, are, are yeah. we really doing anything about this? I mean, cause that's a scary thing to have. Well, happen. it's, I mean, I mean think about now, it. It's, you know, it's not so like you're out there, all of us. you know, bothering criminals or anything. It's exactly, exactly. Well, we want to know something fun about Chris. My my friend Mark told me to t- tell you that he calls you Chris Handsome because he thinks you're very handsome. And so I had to give him a shout out. I'm like, I will ask. And he also wants to know how tall you are. Very kind. Weird. Yes, he's, he's very sweet. I am uh, six foot three inches. Wow, you're tall. Oh, he's going to be very ha- happy about that. <laughs> but what do you do for fun, Chris? <laughs> I do all kinds of stuff for fun. I enjoy, uh, you know, getting outside, uh, getting a little golf in, just, uh, uh, 
you know, being out, exercising, running. I'm a big Peloton bike guy. You know, that's it's one of the ways I keep in shape, especially when I'm in New York City. And, and you know, so, you know I, I like immersing myself in, in family, quite honestly. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's what I like. That's a great way to get away from the stress of, you know, doing what yeah. I do for a living. Now, do you have a celebrity crush? I know that you're obviously with your beautiful person that was walking around in the background before. Um, do you right have here. a celebrity crush of any, <laughs> of, for uh, any level, like not just- This is my celebrity crush right hey, here, Gabriel. Oh, hi, you're beautiful. I can hear you. celebrity crush. This is Gabriel. I just tried to, hi, you're gorgeous. <laughs> but I'm trying to get the fun out of Chris Hansen. He says, hi, you're gorgeous. Oh my goodness. She, I've got the headphones on and Gabe doesn't. So you're so sweet. Yeah, put them on for a second. I've been a fan of the housewives. So I, when Chris, Chris didn't, you know, he doesn't know who all the no. housewives <laughs> well, no straight are. I might drop a thing here. <laughs> yeah, right. Unless their wives make them watch, which he right. doesn't. So, so this was great. I'm glad that he got to sit down and talk to you. Oh, no, it's been really fun. I want, you have to tell us one secret that, that he wouldn't like, well, not too bad of a secret. Tell us one thing that's sure. a little crazy about Chris. One thing. Let me think about this. Um, <laughs> I'm nervous. I can't hear this, so I don't know what's going to well, happen. You know, <laughs> <that's laughs> <nervous. laughs> um, what is one thing? I mean, oh my gosh, I, I have. Look, if if this was, <laughs> I've I've got to think of something because there's so many good ones. Why am I thinking of nothing? I does mean, he leave the like the, I don't the know, cap off the toothpaste? Is he messy? Um, no, you know he's really not. I hate to say that he's. <laughs> um, there's got to be something. Um, I I got to think of something. What do I? What What is something about you that I that I like to raz you about? You know how does if the kids were here they could rattle off. <laughs> oh yeah, you know how to get your kids. It's fun yeah. to pick. Yeah. They like to pick on either me or him when we're together, and I just can't think well, of anything. Gabriel does not like clutter, and 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 I thrive on clutter. Well, so. he, she asked if you were messy. I I will <laughs> say he likes to keep his piles of things. <laughs> you know, I like everything out where I can so see. He's a hoarder. Yeah, I don't. He's a hoarder. Um, <laughs> he could. He could. He could be considered a little bit of a hoarder. I would say. <laughs> Yeah. A little messy when I cook. <laughs> you know how it is. In New York, in New York, the space is much smaller, so you can only keep as much as smaller, you know what's yeah. there. But when he comes here, he likes to, you know, spread leave out. things spread out. <laughs> spread <laughs> out for sure. But yeah, I mean I have to say it like well, you guys are something wild and crazy. You're really sweet. Thank you. Thank you. But I, I do I I, I miss seeing um, you know, since you haven't been on, I don't think things are entertaining much in the world of any of the housewives. So they've gotten so boring, don't you think? I mean, honestly, I feel Most like it's them. just like middle-aged fashion shows. It's like all they do is get their glam done and then they don't do anything <laughs> so else. <true. laughs> like like two hours yeah, of no getting substance. hair and makeup. And there's... Then, yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah. But, you know, then I'm what? not in charge of But you seem like this, this seems... This, Right. This seems like a, a good thing for you. I mean, you certainly seem like you're you're very good at it. And um, this this space for you seems great. So congratulations. Oh, well, I appreciate it. I've been doing it for 10 years. I really enjoy it. My kids were shocked that oh. Chris was going to be on the show. <laughs> and my young one was like, I think he just Isn't it crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't 
crazy that they know who he is. It's wild. No, the kids are he's 21 and 19 and they're, he's a legend. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In That's, my own mind. In his own mind. Yes. Yeah. But it's crazy. Well, I, I would have never thought that young kids would. No, yeah, my kids are 14 and 18 and then they're, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're very aware. They know everything because they watch YouTube. They watch everything on television. They are yeah. like glued to yeah. their screens, which I wish, you know, we don't have a yard here, so there's really not much for them to do. And I don't trust, they're very yeah. smart as far as like what they can do online, but out in the real world, I, I pray for them because they know everything. I know, they get so out do I. Like, yeah, how do I do this? I'm like, you don't know how to make yeah. some toast? <laughs> so, <laughs> but No, yeah. yeah, the common sense. It's the common sense, yes. right? I know, I, 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 I'm with you. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll say this and let you back to Chris. I sent my kids off to school, not really giving them laundry skills um, <laughs> because I'm a control freak and I had to do it all. So I, bad mom, I, that was yeah. my, that was. No, but I'm the same. It's my like, worst okay, I've ever I'm done. Just, I want to do it because I can do it better. It's like, oh, you just get frustrated. Yeah. And it's like, you're, oh, you're, <laughs> yeah. ruining that. Yeah. you're ruining this. I did. I have taught my 18 year old yeah. about laundry, but yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I still don't like the way he you does. did some girl a favor. So, yeah, no, yes, neither exactly. do I. But I, I don't like the way he does it either. So I'm never happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, well, I know, that's what saying hi to you. All the best. Everything yourself. Uh, thank you, babe. Yeah, nice to no, and then bitching about it, and then bitching about it. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> no, you too. Take care. That's me. All right, all right, bye. Okay. So it's good to have a co-host. Oh, it's so nice. I like. I like. I said it's good to have it. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's lovely, by the way. You're very lucky. Um, oh, she's the best. The best. Very lucky. <laughs> you better say that. Um, we have a question from a, a <laughs> caller for you, so we're going to play the question. Sure. Hey, Brandy. My name is Randy from Knoxville, Tennessee. I've been a fan since season two of Housewives and been listening to the podcast for about two years. Um, my question for Chris is, who is the most famous, or most well-known predator that you have caught? Thank you. So the question is, who is the most famous predator or infamous predator I've caught? And I guess, well, two come to mind. One, um, obviously in the, in the less traditional sense of the predator investigations, I mean, Peter Nygaard is, is, is obviously the biggest, wealthiest, most powerful predator, uh, but in the, to catch a predator, Hanson versus predator investigations, two stick out. One was a rabbi, oh David Kay, who walked into our sting operation outside of Washington, DC, looking for a 13 year old boy. And ultimately he was convicted in federal court, served six and a half years and has been in and out of trouble since then. And then we had one investigation where a guy showed up who I had met on the commuter train between oh. Connecticut and New York City. And the guy looks at me and I didn't pick up on it right away. He says, oh, Chris, it's not what it seems. It's not what it seems. And he runs out and it took me a minute. And I thought that is Charles from the train. And in fact, it was. So here he is, you know, right. on a Saturday afternoon, walking into my investigation, trying to meet a 13 year old boy. And, and it's a guy I had met on the train. He wasn't a close friend or anything, but it was a guy. No, but that's, he must have been in crazy fear seeing you on the train every day. Oh. Like, could you imagine what was going through his mind? 
Well, I didn't see him on the train after that. He got arrested, but <laughs> no, but prior but it, to it, that, it, it like obviously, him, yeah, he's getting he's well, getting I on know. the train and seeing you. Yeah. I, mean, I would I would have changed trains yeah. real quick. Well, I don't know exactly, but it, it speaks to you know the 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 double life the that some of these people have, and it, it right yeah, the darkness, and also that these guys don't necessarily stand out of a crowd. You you see guys walk into these investigations who look like the guy who could be standing next to you in a you know, at the supermarket on a Sunday morning. Yeah, that's a scary thing. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, you just never know. You really don't. And, and that's why we need people like you <laughs> to investigate. Well, it also speaks to, you know, one of the things uh, that I talk about all the time is the collateral damage, you know, what happens to the spouse, the, the kids, you know, we did a podcast episode with the daughter of one of the predators who surfaced in one of our investigations. And she talks about, you know, how she worried that somehow maybe she had inherited his monster DNA and, and, you know, it took a while to figure out that, you know, that was his, his issue, not hers and and therapy and everything else. And she's a well-adjusted, wonderful human being. But I mean, imagine having your dad show up and be interrogated by me. I mean, it's horrific. I mean, I think that could be, a really interesting podcast to listen to, you know, if they would be willing to talk about how it's affected the families sure. of these, these predators, because you're yeah. not just hurting yourself, you're hurting everyone that loves you. It's, it's a exactly. very selfish, selfish thing. It's, it's so disgusting to me. And I have a hard time figuring like, how do you love someone that, and not know that he's this horrible or she's this horrible human inside like is it just are they pretending for me or you know I don't know I just I always feel like I have a pretty good read on people but then I think about these families that that have this person in their lives and they think he's this great person or she's this great person and then their lives implode well yeah and it's it's long lasting because you know not only are there criminal charges, there you know, there's the damage to the to the family. And I imagine your spouse shows up in a predator investigation. I mean, and oh we've had God. guys surface who were, you know, medical doctors, you know, working for big corporations on the cutting edge of cancer cures, you know, and, and he's got a call and say, you know, meet me at the Sonoma County jail, you know, with thirty thousand dollars and not the kids. Um and and, and, and you know it's good that we publicize when somebody yeah. like that gets caught and arrested in a responsible way. But, you know, you, you try to insulate the family from it, but, you know, it, it gets out there and, and you, you feel bad for the family. It's not their fault. They didn't know it's not their fault. They're, they, they're victims as well in, in a way, you know, they are. I feel like that would be interesting. Um, if you have any time on your yeah. hands well, to do something like that, because well, no, I'm we're, sure we're, that we're working, on, we're working on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's other p- victims that need just to hear the stories and, and, you know, we all think that we see this happy couple and like, how could the wife not as ha- not have known? And how could the husband not have known? And it's, you know, I just think it's, it's an interesting side to all of this, you know, and well, it, realizing it, it, that it does happen it, it, because yeah, and and uh, it goes back to you know demand reduction. We don't, it's not a glamorous aspect of medicine to treat sexual predators and no. pedophiles. I mean, there are some brilliant people doing extremely important work 
in that field and it's helping, it's making a difference. But if you're in medical school and you have the choice of being a cosmetic surgeon uh, in LA or New York versus going to a federal prison every day and going into a lockup and coaxing uh, convicted predators, to be honest with you, what's your choice? I mean, think about it. Now, you know, there are guys who and, and women who do this work on a daily basis and thank God for them. But it, yeah, it's just absolutely. we don't have enough of it. And so we want easy answers in society. We either want to lock them up forever, give them the drug that cures them or send them to therapy and fix them. And, and the truth is they're not all one guy. It's not no. a one size fits all problem. These guys you know, are different characters and some get caught early and they can be given probation and registration and computer monitoring that they'll never offend again. You know, some are caught in the middle and can you know, benefit from some combination of punishment and, and treatment. And there are others who are just stone cold predators and have yeah. to be locked up forever. And we've seen all three in our investigations. Yeah, you never know. I mean, every single person's different and you don't know what triggers them. And yep. no matter how much therapy and things that you you can offer them, you don't know if there if you put them back out there, if there is a trigger that's gonna set them off that we hadn't, you know, figured out yet. Exactly. It's always it's always a measured risk. There's no, you know, certain way of doing it. Uh, so my final question for you, Chris Hansen, is will you please say fuck? <laughs> well, what if it gets used over and over and over again? Me saying the F Hello. word. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Well, fuck that, Brandy. <laughs> oh, my God, you just made my day. <laughs> or how about have oh a fucking God. seat right over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I fucking love him. You're awesome. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to continue watching. Well, thank you for everything. having me. I appreciate it. And, and you are. Gabriel you says are, goodbye. And, and yeah, yes. we'll keep in touch. Yeah, for sure. And you are Chris Handsome from my friend. Don't forget that. Oh, she has, she, she thought of something. Here's what you need to know. He says fuck all the time. Oh, yeah. All the time. Oh, so, hey, hey, that I was not a novelty. Okay. That, all right. Whole field here. All right. Now, I, that makes me very happy. I can die happy. <laughs> well, thank you for being with us, Chris. And uh, All right, Randy, thank you. It's great. All right, have a great day. Great to be here. All, All right. right, you take care. All right, bye. bye now. Well, we did it. You did it. You, you interviewed Chris. I did. I love Chris. <laughs> handsome. Chris handsome. handsome. And he said, fuck. I know. <laughs> Everything about that couple, I just love them. And he does, he does us a service. He catches predators. Like, come on. It's like, he's, he's the best guy ever. Yeah. Because who else is doing oh, that? It's creepy. It I couldn't. I I wouldn't be able to compartmentalize like him. I would. It would just take over my whole being, and I would be in a straitjacket. But we need people like him that could handle this shit because it's not me. Yeah. All right, let's do a haiku. Here we go. Okay. This is the predator soundtrack. Okay. <laughs> it just sounds like wind right now. Oh. Any second. Yeah. Because those hot dogs are boiling. Come on.
kids good luck just to say fuck who really cares dog bears <laughs> go, go get your hot dogs bye, bye. <laughs> thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville unfiltered download new episodes every week and if you haven't already subscribe and be sure to leave us a rating and review and while you're at it Check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.